0: Welcome back again to um, the podcast that we do on days when we do it. Those are the days in which the podcast was done. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's, uh, I wouldn't say a rarity, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if you found the next edition of this podcast in some kind of space marine vault somewhere.
1: As tech heresy. I think, mean, to be honest, we just look at stuff that's interesting and neither of us particularly want to look at stuff that we're not interested in. I mean, if people wanted us to take a look at something that we weren't particularly interested in, we could. But, yeah, until something crosses our desks, which we think, yeah. actually, yeah, I want to talk about that.
0: I think it's just right now there's been a little bit of a sparseness of things we're looking at. Um,
1: Mostly because this is a battle.
0: Yeah, we're waiting for them. And like, oh, and
1: the psychic stuff.
0: Yes. We have a little I bit mean, of that I... been teased. That's A little bit of that's come out, sort of, ish. I mean, I
1: do have comments on that, which I'll just... I'll make towards the end of the show. But what are, what are we doing mostly this month? Mostly?
0: Week? Um, I thought it'd be interesting if we piped up about... Um, well, because we, we, with the Space Marines, like, we're having a look at the um, spin-off books. They've been coming out. And I'm not sure about some of the others. I haven't heard much about some of the others. But the two people... Well, the one everyone is giving a shit about, which is the Iron Hands, which I think we ought to discuss, and the Raven Guard, which I saw, and I give a little bit of a shit about... Um, which of these would you like to cover first?
1: I, I think we should do the Raven Guard first. Yeah, because, because the people... Raven. I, I think spoilers. I think there's more positivity to be said with the Raven Guard.
0: Also, anyone who's going to be listening to this, they're probably going to come to the Iron Hand. So I'm sorry, we've 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 <laughs> we've teased you along with this. I apologize. You'll have to wait a little bit. But let's talk about the Raven Guard. So, what is your history with Raven Guard?
1: My history with with the Raven Guard is uh, admiring them from the side. Yeah. Uh, Space Marines, my first army. Uh, I used to enjoy reading about them in the Codices. I always thought they were a little bit um, like, again. It just it depends so heavily on who's writing for them. Where they either, you know, they've been my jam. I've never thought, yes, this is how I want to play Space Marines. Like I, I much prefer the Imperial Fists. You know, we die here. Fight to the last. Brutal combat. White scars. Take the fight to the enemy. Then the shadowy alpha strikes of these stealthy eight-foot-tall, three-ton warriors.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, they're the stealthiest thing possible. How how could you not understand that?
1: And their heresy law isn't too appealing to me. Like they, they didn't really do too much in the heresy. I was say, and... Yeah.
0: What is the heresy law?
1: I mean, basically, they get betrayed. Much sadness, much emo. Were they in uh,
0: the Istvan Dropsite massacres?
1: Yes. Gene manipulation, yeah. uh, and then failure. <laughs> that is, that's them in the the heresy. Um, they don't really fit should... the
0: heresy, do they? Because no, not really. The, I mean, you know, Horus and that they can get away with having people like the Alpha Legion and uh, the Night Lords to a lesser extent, in that you know he's doing all kinds of spooky terror-y type stuff against the Imperium, whereas the Raven Guard haven't been given much of a they, they can't do as much. Oh, good typing.
1: Yeah, just the connection isn't very good. Um so yeah, the Raven Guard never really appealed to me. I had the uh Kvan Shuttle, the old one, the classic one. People did like that one. Um But yeah, Raven Guard have got a lot more fleshed out. Especially now that they've got their own codec- codex or mini codices, however, we want to see it, and they've gone down the right sort of route with them. Uh, much more law friendly, whereas in the past, there wasn't really a lot of rules meets mechanics. Uh, for the Raven Guard,
0: they were just painted black and looked a bit emo.
1: They were just painted black, and they just said, "Use
0: land speeders." <laughs> and <that was> it. <laughs> the stealthiest, that form, it. Of These, the stealthiest how, form of travel. These. How loud do you reckon a land speeder is? Yeah, so this this was always
1: the difficulty of the past, where you had the White Scars and the Raven Guard. What was the difference? One of them was loud and violent and attacking, you know, incredibly fast tactics and uh, you know fast moving vehicles, and the other one used incredibly fast moving vehicles, and somehow was entirely silent while doing it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Guerrilla Warfare. Um,
1: Guerrilla Warfare, in the exact same style as the White Scars. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, um, entirely different. Entirely different fact. So, new Raven Guard. In a general overview, before we get a little bit further into detail perhaps, mostly it's a positive. I don't see much of their stuff being particularly broken. Uh, I see some of the stuff being potentially unfun. And I also see stuff which annoys me because they've doubled down on a mistake again. And we'll get into that when we get to the specific set. But good God, GW has such a bad record of, oh, no, no, guys, guys, we fucked up. We're not going to do that again. We're not going to do that again. New Codex, we're doing that thing <laughs> we said we wouldn't do it again. But now it's really awesome. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, for a new fuck's Codex sake. now. Because it's a new codex. Buy stuff. Buy shit. We won't do that again. Do it again. Oh. So let's start taking a little bit more in-depth view. Not too in-depth, because there's a lot of nitty-gritty tiny rules and blah, blah, blah. Uh, by the way, I'm just going to get it out of the way. I'm just going to get it out of the way at the very start of the episode. For an addition where they said we're not going to do rules and complication, they keep adding in micro rules for different fucking units. And it's really annoying.
0: I think it's more like this is a sign that they're slowly wheeling back the, look how uncomplicated this is. It's so easy and there's nothing to it.
1: But... But they're making it so that instead of general rules, every single unit has micro-adjustments on the die rolls, which is really fucking pedantic, and it slows down the game. Like, bring back just general fucking rules. Like, I do like the flavour, don't get me wrong, I like the flavour of rules, but we're getting to the point where it's going to be, well, my die says plus one, but yours says minus. But then this unit has a plus one, but then only you're in cover, in which case it's a negative two. But as you're in cover, I'll use the stratagem to are, give me plus three and then I'll wank you off under the table because this is what it's turning into.
0: Are you on about the time in particular? Not the wanking off under the table, but the, <laughs> the instance when it was night against some of your shit. Whereas, okay... Um, threes hit, uh, fours did something, Sorry, sixes were two hits, fives did extra damage. um... It'd
1: be fives and sixes were extra damage, sixes were extra hits, fours were misses, threes were (laughs) re-rolls.
0: Oh god, it was something like that, wasn't it? And then then ones
1: were like something even more silly.
0: Maybe even just a miss. (laughs) It may have been like the only normal thing.
1: It is getting to the point, realistically, where every single Every time it fires or is shot at or is hit in melee, there's at least three fires in place. Whether that's something happens on six, whether that's a minus one to hit, whether that's a plus one, something is being modified. See,
0: Arguably, that's easier to get, though, especially for newer people, rather than saying, oh, no, 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 there's the special rule in the thing, which...
1: (sighs) Yeah, but I dislike it because it slows down the game. Because it's before I roll my dice to hit you with a bolt gun, which used to be just simple as anything, three plus. Now it's going to be, well, are you in cover? Okay, that was always one, but that 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 came later. But um, it'll be, do you have a special <laughs> rule that stops me? Do I have bolted discipline? Have I moved? Uh, what range are you from me? You know, okay, range always mattered, but you know, and it'll be, do you use any stratagems? Do you have any mitigation? Do you have camo cloaks? Do you have? blah 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 and it's all just dice modifiers and it's blah, blah, and it just slows down the game and you're saying with new people new people are going to be confused as hell because it'll be okay i have space brains i have a plus one to hit at this range actually you have a minus one because this dude is over here but then on sixes i get this special rule but then because of the minus one plus one did i does that then mean fives did that mean sevens
0: are, are you upset about stealth suits and tau is that what this is about
1: I'm very upset. But, like, okay, just as I've said that, because that is literally, it runs through the veins of these, of all these nitpicky, I get a plus one, then I get to move over here, then I get to bank off your mum, and then I get to get inside a transport all in the same turn, but only if I flipped a coin and said, yellow lizard, yellow lizard, and waved my hand between my legs. Like that's where we're getting to. But anyway, what it's has great. happened
0: to you in the past few weeks? We didn't record an episode. I've been, I've what, been what annoyed
1: about how many small bullshit rules they're bringing in. Honestly, you read a tactical breakdown of any character, six fucking phrases that you need to know before you go in. A little bit of Latin. You need to delve into the Tau Codex because they also say, "See the Tau Codex for this <laughs> <Yeah>. special rule." <laughs> oh God! Still not okay, so a
0: seventh, with some codices just saying. <laughs> Oh, that warrior hey, option. Look in the main rule book.
1: It's still not seventh, and that's what we can be thankful for. <laughs> like seventh was basically taking sandpaper in face. That's what seventh was. Um. Okay.
0: Well, also, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll stop about seventh. there. Okay. So Raven Guard, if we now glide on over in some kind of highly stealthy, high speed land speeder, explosive unit of fire, but mm, stealth. That's entirely uh, stealth. Entirely firing so, a heavy 20%. bolter
1: while yelling "death to the emperor's enemies."
0: I'll have you know, a heavy bolter is one of the stealthiest weapons you can have.
1: It sounds like a cat licking itself.
0: <laughs> it's a rocket launcher the size of a man that fires him at machine gun pace. In essence,
1: it's basically like an 18th century cannon on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, like a small, a light cannon, but still a cannon. Okay,
0: right. so Raven Gun. They, they, their little like chapter tactic thing. Um, it got nerfed, because it used to be, um, if you're more than 12 inches away, it was minus one to hit. And I'm glad they're moving away from that, because it was bullshit. I'm glad that they've stopped doing it, because it was it, it was just unfun. Now, um, you get the benefit of cover if you're more than 12 inches away. And then if the unit is not a vehicle, and is entirely on or within terrain feature, then you also get the uh, minus one from the hit roll.
1: Which just basically means across the board, they have a ubiquitous, we ignore AP minus one. Yep. Like, we ignore one point of AP for being 12 inches away, which is actually very good when you think about it. It is, it's really like, good. Minus Like um, minus one to hit was definitely better, but this is still very decent. Especially very, if very you think dice. of it as,
0: like, um, prepared positions, that costs, what, two command points? To give yeah. you basically this bonus for the first battle round. You get that for free the whole game, in essence. Yeah.
1: It's also, yeah, it's also on all your vehicles, uh, which is fantastic, because I think the other one is just on infantry. Um,
0: Yeah, and if you're,
1: but if you're infantry and you're in terrain, and you're you still get the minus one.
0: Yeah, so it's still there a bit, but it's, it's also mainly to give, like, you know, being in cover an actual purpose. They also have their own special doctrine. Which is really cool, because it really is quite fitting of them being sneaky, stealthy assassin people. Which is basically, whenever um, a model with that doctrine attacks a character, you add one to the hit rolls and the wound rolls. I like it. Um, like This is going to be one of the things which, when it comes to um, discussing both the Iron Hands and Raven Guard, is that previously there'd just be a number of great units in the Codex, and you'd just take them. Whereas now that they're, you know, actually they seem to be doing something quite good with these supplementary books in that they're making you go down different ways of building your army. Like this seems to suggest you take like sniper rifles, other ways of taking down characters, which is cool.
1: I mean, it's also fantastically nutty when you consider characters like Mortarian. Mm hmm characters like the imperial knights
0: yep any imperial knight you make a character
1: lord's discordant is one that's in the article <laughs> um, i will shamelessly rip that <laughs> yes. so okay but this one is one which is very fluffy mm-hmm. when you think of it as a like oh cool captain shrike and f- swooping from the shadows, beheading the the enemy leadership and then darting back out. Yeah, okay, cool. That's that's Raven Guard. But when it's just plus 1 to hit and wound on a knight, it's like the like just just, just from a a balanced point of view. Just from a balanced point of view, that one rule is so just kind of blasé that it's just ridiculously overpowered. <laughs> If that makes sense, like depending on the situation, like it's either completely underwhelming as your, you know, 150 points tooled up smash captain beats up a small commissar chap, (laughs) which he could do anyway, or all your tanks are just getting plus one to hit and plus one to wound versus shooting a knight.
0: The funniest thing to me, though, is that um, there could be a knight standing next to it with exactly the same profile, but they don't get the same bonuses because it's not made into a character. It's like, we don't know how to target that one, but this motherfucker. <laughs> this one we know.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I, come on, you have to admit, that is just an obscenely blasé rule.
0: It's... If they maybe worded it so that it was affecting only infantry characters, or non-vehicle characters, I think that'd be the safer way. That way you could still get stuff like... Um, Yeah. Battlesuit commanders for Tau because if you didn't, if you made it just infantry Tau would be laughing because once again they're like dodge all of these special ways of killing characters.
1: Yeah, but then you have the flip side of that which is Mortimer is just plumped into the ground by any Raven Guard unit that ever looked at him because they're (laughs) such good fucking assassins.
0: Well yeah, the basic Raven Guard scouts are trained how to kill um, Demon Primarchs Remember, demon primarchs aren't worth shit.
1: They're not worth shit. Simple, simple, honest faith will defeat them. So, yeah, this this is one of those rules that I'm sure most people just skim over and go, oh, that's nice. But to me, it fucking annoys me because it's just another one of these rules <laughs> where they go, in 10 months' time, it'll be, that was a bit strong, wasn't it? See,
0: I don't think <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have done that. Because I don't think it's going to be uh, a rule which is particularly broken. But I do see what you're going to say about how it can be potentially unfun. Because, like, okay, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with Raven Guard army. We'll get a bit more into that. But what they also do is disrupt a lot of like other army st- tactics. Which is, I know that's what Raven Guard do. Um, that's what they're meant to do. So it's very thematic. There'll be a lot of times where it's like, I want to do this, this, and this with my army. Oh wait, all my leaders are dead, turn one. Because they have a billion snipers. All of which, because all the sniper weaponry, which, you know, causes a mortal wound in a six plus now causes it on a 5-plus to hit. Um, So, you know, Mortal Wound spam becomes suddenly a lot more effective.
1: This is going to be one of those lists where, at specific tournaments, you can turn up with, like, three lists. And I could definitely see the Raven Guard being one of the lists just as a massive, massive, massive fucking hard counter to character lists. Yeah. Because they're going to be so strong. They really are. This is
0: a pretty fucking good way of dealing with the... um, Like Thousand Sons and Demon Prince spam armies. But Raven Guard will shut them down pretty fucking well.
1: Yeah. They're going to do a great job. But then, you know, there's... It's going to be a very easily counted thing, because like I said with the Commissar, you know, what are you going to do versus a Commissar? Okay, you can snipe them, but they're not really that much value.
0: What happens when you have your opponent just put their leaders... If they are like a Commissar, and they aren't needed to be on foot, they just put them inside a transport. All of a sudden, the whole Raven Guard bonus doctrine thing is... A little bit gone out the window and a lot of your sniper units are suddenly not as worthwhile
1: but then they don't have to use it because it's just a doctrine so they can choose to take another one which is still value
0: but if you've built your army in such a way as take advantage of that with snipers and eliminators yeah yeah certainly those units are a lot less effective so i guess like if you are building heavily to go down that route once they've taken out the leaders they are then a lot less effective by themselves anyway i guess maybe
1: I don't know it, it it's definitely a weird one it's definitely going to be like it's such a it's, a, it's an annoying rule because we've seen so many like it before in 8th where it doesn't mean anything to one end of the spectrum and then the other end it just fucking hard counters you yeah. ridiculously yeah. well uh, which is just one of the things that I don't like because that massive power imbalance if you like then makes it so much harder to balance because suddenly Raven Guard tanks well are they suddenly fantastic because they're better versus Mortarian and oh, I think Imperial Knights? Doctrines
0: then... only affect infantry.
1: Okay, well, you've still got like Centurions yeah. and Devastators oh, yeah. and all that do. sort of stuff. You know? like, devastators are wounding Mortarion on a 2+, and hitting on a 2+, with this. Yes. Like, let's, let's just be clear about that. And if you have a pro tenant next to them, that's 2+, to hit Rolling once, and I believe also re rolling failed wound of one. Yeah, they're gonna frag the shit out of any character that's worth any salt. Like Magnus is weeping. (laughs) Oh, Magnus
0: is shafted.
1: Okay. So next we have Shrike.
0: Yes. Okay, so did we discuss the model on here?
1: I don't think we discussed the model. I think we maybe discussed the model.
0: I can't remember. It's been a while. I mean,.
1: I'll give you my short notes. It's fucking horrible. It's, <laughs> yeah, the, it's the a mess. It's a mess.
0: It's a fucking mess.
1: It's a fucking mess. Who? Oh my god. Like You can't look at any one limb of his and think yeah, I like the design there. No! It's just every single limb is a fuck-up.
0: Because like, the original like, model was huge, relatively understated stupid. in that it was just you know a dude with a jump pack with lightning claws. And that's partly but, because he came from a slightly dull time. You know, leader models in a sense,
1: but, but... he was still individual, and he yeah. still had he still had a custom backpack, a jump pack, which made him stand out, uh, and he had custom claws as well, which were his thing. So this is this is also sort of what we discussed about um, Marnius Kalgar being upgraded and the gauntlets of Ultramar. Same thing with Kay Van Shrike's claws. Like this really annoyed and we've said it before, I'll say it again, the space marines are powerful and meaningful because they are the relic. You know, it's like taking a beam from King Henry VIII's Mary Rose and putting it in uh, a modern-day um, aircraft carrier and saying, it's the same ship. It's not the same ship. <laughs> it is not. And... I get it you want to make new house models but and say that it's not the same fucking relics just say that those relics have been put squarely away in the chapter hour and yeah. then they've been given new weapons because i mean are you going to have me believe that they're reforged because many of these relics are meant to be so powerful because they came from a time of better understanding of forging made yeah. by legends you know vulcan Hestan the not Hestan, Vulcan the Primarch used to forge weapons for like company chat. Uh, oh, They're called. Um, you know, Centurions, that's it. They used to make it for the Centurions. You know, they've, these would be weapons of legend and created by Primarchs. And now suddenly you're telling me that any tech priest with a fucking nail gun could just <laughs> recreate the masterworks of old? Like, come on. Fuck off. <laughs> okay, so, Do you so like his model's a mess. Do it's
0: you like his emo mess. fringe, though?
1: His emo fringe is just silly. Mainly because it covers one of his eyes, yeah. which I cannot believe helps
0: <laughs> anything. Because they're space brains, okay? Like, there's all for looking cool and stuff. But the, up to this point, we've kept a pretty good general rule that their eyes are unobscured because they need to see things to kill them. Now... Yeah.
1: Like, at least the guy with too many lenses of the other primary Marines, where he's <laughs> yeah. got binoculars, bionic yeah. eyes, and a scope, <laughs> at least he has too much vision, whereas this guy is just obscured. And, like, there's
0: the, and he can't, there's he the can't keep
1: sweeping his hair dramatically during battle.
0: I don't think he does. I think it's full emo fringe, so it's like hair sprayed in place. Also the fact that he has, you know, the face mask and antenna. I can't remember if we have done this before. We might have. But he's got the face mask, of the antenna, and then a fucking other helmet that wouldn't be able to go on top of the other. So he's carrying around a superfluous helmet.
1: That's how you know that it's because he carries the helmet. And his
0: claws look dumb. I don't know if we mentioned that, but his claws look fucking
1: dumb. His claws dumb. look dumb, and they look stupid. Because the blades, like, if you look at lightning claws, the blades are about as long as a forearm.
0: And they were pointy, because they could stab and swipe, and they were, like, yeah. you know, terrifying power weapons.
1: Yeah, so, like, a dude could just thrust his claws, like, fists first, like Wolverine, into someone and kill them. Okay, Whereas Strikes now, now have, ability. like, little yeah. talons on them, so he has to, like, cat claw everything. And they're and not he
0: can't... Long. they're like. But he can't... Yeah. They're barely like, the longer his than like, his fingers outstretched.
1: They really are. And also, also, uh, he can't move his wrists. So he has to like swing his arms like okay, that's the same thing with the other lightning claws, but at least they could be like stabbed forward or you could move them apart and all this sort of stuff. Whereas his he's got to, like do like sissy swings at you and he's holding a pistol and he's got a holster the pistol a and silenced then
0: silenced bolt pistol. <sighs> and he's silencing a cannon.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. The silencer is no in like, it needs to be a massive fuck-off silencer. Like, yeah. the silencers they put on shotguns in to the be modern fair, day. If it was,
0: like, double the length and quite a bit thicker, I'd be uh, quite a lot more down for it.
1: I'd be more behind it than it is now, because at the yeah. minute it looks like a weird auto Yeah,
0: it really anyway, does.
1: So the model is a mess. What are the rules
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. like? <laughs> model aside. Okay. He's fucking turbo cheap, and he does a fuck-ton. An absolute fuck-ton. Because he's he's got like the um, general like leader buffs, so he can sit back and buff your dudes. But he also is completely capable of just popping in and wrecking a character or a fuck off great big knight. Well, not he wouldn't fuck up a knight, but he'd do a fuck ton of damage to it. He's a beast. Yeah, I mean,
1: and you can stack like six or seven buffs on him.
0: Uh, oh, there's a lot of trappings he that'll help him.
1: Yeah, and he is ridiculously cheap. Like he can definitely go in, kill a flying demon prince, and then most likely die.
0: Oh yeah, he'd like, like, fuck if up he... that demon prince's day.
1: But on, on the flip side, he hits like an absolute mother. So against a lot of really annoying units, he has the speed and the damage to just plump them. So let's say, for example, uh, one of the orc uh, trikes, one of the war bosses on trikes, he just flies over and just punches it to death. In one round of combat, not even having to throw stratagems on him because he gets plus one to hit and plus one to wound, which means most things, it's twos and twos.
0: Oh yeah, so twos and twos, re-rolling ones and ones, because he re-rolls all misses and all failed wounds. So, yeah. yeah. It's a lot he's, of damage. he's
1: definitely, he's got a lot of damage, uh, he's buffing, like, it, basically, if you're taking Raid, take this guy, because he's just a fantastically cheap talented chapter master
0: and even if he sits back and just does buffing stuff for the first turn or two that's not even that bad
1: he's still cheap yeah like space marines one of their biggest weak points are the expense of their characters this this new edition of space marine is definitely changing that because it's making some of the characters just fantastic value
0: yeah 100 percent. like oh trike take him I, I See, I, I quite like him in that you do have the, you know, the question of whether or not you send him out immediately to try and get shit done turn one with, like, deep striking and charging and so on, or if you want to try and keep him back in buff and then bring him out later. So he's not just an immediate, you do this one thing with him, which has been the problem with leaders in the past. Of 8th edition.
1: Okay, but then on the flip side, I dislike him because he is just so strong.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he could probably do with being like a little bit more expensive because he, he does. He is like a Jack of all trades and a really fucking good, like fit for the killing part. <laughs> yeah.
1: It, it'd be kind of like if they gave demon princes, uh, just last cannons, like, just throw a last cannon on a demon prince. Why not?
0: <laughs> well, you compare him to like the, um, tower quad fusion, um, fucking jet stream, speedy bastard. God, what's their name? Cold star. Cold Star, that's it. It's fucking awesome. Compare them to one of them, and he's way more reliable. Yeah, he can't move as far, but holy fuck, he will ruin whatever he hits.
1: Yeah. Plus, I would say that the, the melee aspect of his damage, so as in rather than shooting something, uh, is massive. Because most of your Raven Guard stuff, spoiler, it's about shooting. Yeah. So having a guy that just fly in and just one-shot annoyances is just fantastic. Because also coming out is that new space marine transport, which we've talked about in the past, which is just going to be an absolute fucking pain to remove. Yeah, that's going to be. That's just a perfect thing for him to just fly at and just hit a load of damage on, because he can, and he's still buffing and he's still doing his job, uh, but he's also contributing damage, and he's also perfectly safe because you can screen him because he's a tiny little character.
0: Yep, and if you do stuff with um, because there's what one of their uh, traits, I believe it is. You can make one of your leaders at the start of the game, after deployment, basically redeploy him and another unit anywhere which isn't within nine of the enemy. Um, that way, you know, free deep strike turn one, which is amazing. Potentially, you uh useful like if you take somebody else and then you bring strike with them, if you wanted to try and get an assassination of turn one. But it also means you can drop down just, you know, like a unit of infantry somewhere up the board. Which then means, no matter- even if Shrike goes running out to kill a Demon Prince, you may well have infantry further forwards, like, closer to most of their big guns anyway. So, there's a lot of shit you can do.
1: We went a bit soon on that, because I've now got to discuss it. (laughs) And this is the big thing, which I said, that they fucked up in the past, they said they're not going to do it, and then they reintroduce it. And it annoys me, because we now have turn one Deep Strike again. But it's only for this faction. But they can do two units plus a hero.
0: I think it's with... just one hit unit and a hero.
1: No, because there's a stratagem. There's also a uh, commander trait, I think.
0: Oh, there's a stratagem as well. Oh, okay. Yes,
1: yeah, so I, believe, I believe you can do it with two units. It might not be a stratagem. But there's some fucking combination. Might be a special hero. But some way you can do it. And what is baffling about this is that, again... It's not fantastically OP because it's only three units, right? It's only three units. (laughs) Um, But depending on the enemy, it completes them. (laughs) Well, and not in a way that it's a, oh my goodness, this is the end of the game because this turn one. No, 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 it sets up the enemy for failure because if you occupy uh, a space on the board that is pivotal and you have these fantastically well-shooting in prime and they're really fucking difficult to remove because let's say 12 inches away and you've got minus one to hit them and they've always got cover uh, and they're shooting you with fantastically dangerous bullets back Like this is one of the things which is going to be A. a pain in the ass, and B. I thought we went over this GW <laughs> I thought we went over this I thought we agreed this is a bad idea and I don't like it because it sets a precedence so then you know that has got a massive hard on for Tau writes the Tau codices, and then he the space marines and he says, "Hmm, well, I guess they did it for one of their factions. I know we'll give it to one of ours." And then it just fucks the game again. And then we've got to go. Oh wait, um, uh, that didn't really work, did it? Oh, well, let's uh, let's not do that again. GW, fucking
0: stop it Look, it's the kind stop of it give it to I, Death Guard it <laughs> no it's the kind of thing I'd be okay with if it wasn't Games Workshop because um, other companies with other things may go okay we'll give you know, one faction a broken thing they can do and maybe Raven Guard had the ability to do this kind of bullshit but because it's Games Workshop and because there's just rampant power creep that happens everywhere yes this is a fucking dangerous precedent
1: and it's also because GW lacks imagination. So many, many times we've seen it before. They just go, oh, I've got to create new rules for this faction. Hmm. We can make it unique. Interesting. We can make it based on the law. Or, oh, we could just take the rules from someone else.
0: Spoiler for Iron Hands coming up later.
1: <laughs> God damn it. Okay. So, yeah. So it's messy. It, that's my point. It's messy. I thought we covered this. <laughs> But I thought we all had an understanding, and then they just went back as well on it. It gets as well,
0: if you bring out... Because um, the, the things everyone is mentioning with this is Centurions, just for a fuck ton of firepower, just like a, a metric shit ton, or Aggressors, because it happens before the game, so it means Aggressors don't count as having moved, which means they can shoot twice.
1: Yes. Which means they're either murder-raping something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or just stopping you from moving, or in your deployment you have to deploy... Defensively, because you know that they're going to push two units right in your face. Ah, you know what? Let's just let's just. But (laughs) having said that,
0: yeah,
1: Raven Guards still aren't be powerful. No, they're definitely a nuisance. They're definitely in specific cases. They're definitely overpowered in specific matchups, you know, where you are facing a lot of characters where sniper spam suddenly is a good thing because their snipers are good for the Raven guard. Yeah. Um, so even though they can do this deep striking nonsense, which we all agree we wouldn't do, but we're doing it again. It doesn't particularly matter too much.
0: Yeah. It's the kind again. of thing where if um, you say somebody was like, Oh, Hey, I've got a Raven guard army. Would you mind if I play against you? You'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll play against that. Like it's, you have to bear yeah. in mind how they play. You have to, just come to terms with the fact you're probably losing quite a lot of your characters turn one but other than that you're like okay that's okay. that's what they do but let,
1: let's let's go back to the pickup game meta yeah and i agree this is ubiquitous this is across all games we have factions that have interplay don't mind factions having their unique faction focus i think that's a good idea you know they have their unique play style and all that sort mm. of stuff However, killing characters is not necessarily a fun thing because yeah. a lot of people kind of see the the characters, their commander or the embodiment of themselves. And, you know, like Typhus is leading this awesome fucking surge into a city to take, uh, uh, he's dead. I mean, his units carried on and they, they won the battle. I didn't get to use my dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which it, it kind of, it's the same thing as alpha strikes. You know, you just don't get to use shit. And then it's a bit less fun. And then you ought to take triples of it because that's the way it works.
0: I no, I do get that criticism. It is like, um, there's no perfect solution to that. Because this I is think... a way of adding more interesting stuff to the game for sure. But um, I don't know, I, I guess like it'd be if you had more transports to get people places, but some leaders don't have the option of getting into transports, So it's complicated
1: yeah and like okay think of like mars a lot of guys are just going to die in the martian army (laughs) to this sort of behavior um and again i mean even raven guard versus iron hands which is an interesting one uh it's going to be pretty darn good depending on the iron hands matchup i think the iron hands still win
0: oh um, yeah 100 uh... um
1: but uh yeah so raven guard you know what? There's a lot of flavour in there. There's a lot of rules which I'm not <laughs> too keen on.
0: We haven't, um, got, you know, the goddamn. Uh, we haven't got the goddamn books ourselves, so we are having to go on what information we can find about the place, etc., and what everyone else is talking about. So what we're saying may not be the most original. Spoiler, but, but that's because but, we are not dropping twenty five pounds on a book. And then how much however much these supplements are for the purposes of research if we were going to collect them yeah sure maybe like if if we were like oh i don't know i really like uh, say the white scars and i've heard some of the stuff about their book and it looks cool and then we want to get it and collect it yeah sure but for just research purposes for just one episode where we're going to talk about it i'm sorry we don't have that kind of money <laughs> But for £40 a month, we could, <laughs> if you go to our Patreon <laughs> and give us-
1: Send prayers for yeah. Brothers Grimmed Out. Yeah. Uh, this is a picture of a sad cat.
0: £40 equals one prayer for the sad cat.
1: But a lot of the, the stuff that the Raven Guard can do, which people are sort of losing their minds over... Reference. um, just not that powerful... Like, they, they kind of buff semi-meh units to be doing double meh, which is now good. <laughs> but, like, still, it's not super great. Like, I'm sure in certain instances, so, like, for example, there's all this sort of multiplication on numbers. So, okay, you shoot twice, you fight twice, you know, all, all that sort of balmy stuff. But then the unit doing the shooting or the unit doing the fighting isn't particularly or particularly shooty, or it's a, you kill something, but actually getting the value for that double shooting and the points invested in the unit is not going to be that great. So, I mean, there's one here where they're comparing it to killing guardsmen. They're like, Yeah, it kills 50 guardsmen a turn. It's like, Yeah, but you can't shoot 50 guardsmen if they're split into 10 man units. Like, you just you doesn't matter if you find
0: twice, it. you can divide the shots, can't you? Uh, okay.
1: But... You can,
0: but even yeah, then, like it's—if it's, you, have you kill fifty guardsmen, anywhere, you know it may, or may not work, and yeah, you, you kill great, until you kill uh, twenty guardsmen in one squad of ten, and then like three in the other squads <laughs> due to overkill and nonsense.
1: Yeah, but like even still, you kill them, they guardsmen. You just killed some of their screen, and yeah. then it's your expensive unit and your stratagems in exchange for cheap spam, and then their units kill your expensive unit so it's it's just it's not that great and it's a lot of kind of anti-infantry fire which people are then saying yeah use it against tanks it's like yeah okay but then you have to buff it up quite heavily to get to the point where it just kills a tank and then what have you done you've invested very very heavily in killing just one tank yeah which is actually cheaper than the unit and the opponent didn't spend any stratagem points to play the tank
0: I I think (laughs) the will be great for knights though because i think like a full squad of aggressors with that kind of buff yeah. And being able to, you know, turn one. and Devastator's
1: Devastators just 48 mm-hmm. inches away. You're out yeah. of the Knight threat range. And you just plumb them with shots. Or Predators. You take three Predators in a unit and just predators keep... Predators buff. Oh, yeah, shit. Okay. But, yeah. Devastator's. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> devastator's are the, the, the boys that would just rape a Knight. Because they're cover hitting on the twos, wounding one. on twos, yeah. minus one to hit. Uh, rerolling ones if you have a dude nearby which you will because you're playing to win because you're playing it's
0: you play against um, knights so yeah you got to play to win
1: yeah like if you go first you definitely take out one to two knights
0: easy which is yeah. just
1: <laughs> value
0: <laughs> oh no knights have a bad matchup again also against a faction that doesn't have to specifically build to wreck knights that's what i kind of like here <laughs> in that it's if it's, you, somebody could have a relatively friendly raven guard list in terms of they aren't going, you know, super competitive and they still have a pretty good chance against a pure knight list with this sort of shit. Which is nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, their psychic powers are kind of fun. Uh, psychic powers and warlord traits and relics and all that sort of stuff. They just suffer from the typical GW rule. Uh, which is, again, across every codex, it's going to be in the Iron Hands as well, in that there's two to three normally which are strong one which is the strongest and then three which are just why would you ever take this yeah and that's just <laughs> This only if you're randomly wrong psychic powers or relics or warlord traits do you ever actually take these things yeah. because it'll be like have one extra leadership or fight three times
0: <laughs> yeah that, that, but, it's amazing how well, I mean, often they have stuff like that where it's like Plus one leadership to the units around you, but not if they have more than five models. Or double what's your strength th- and get plus three attacks. But what's even
1: better than that? They have two buffs, which are stronger than another one, which is just one buff. So like for the alt, alt codex, you can either have uh, plus one attack and plus one strength. Yeah. Um, or it's like, I don't know what it is, like sixes on BS, do something... Like more than dagger, dagger. I don't know. It, it's just, it's rubbish. And it's like, well, I've got two buffs over here, on one. You know, I'm always picking it, and it's the same for the Raven Guard, as the other stuff. So they, they've got um some cool, shit. but yeah, Raven Guard fluffy. Not broken. Um, we took a step backwards on the whole Deep Strike thing, but I don't think it's a massive negative because I think the the Raven Guard don't particularly abuse it. There are definitely others who would abuse it a lot more.
0: But um, a thing which I really say, in, like in praise of this, and which is also admittedly in praise of the Iron Hands in a second, is that um, they do require different kinds of lists, which is kind of what I think what people want. Because oh, fuck, have I said this? Have I said this on there? Oh God, I'm trapped in a full loop of not being sure what I've said anymore. Have we have we just been doing this one episode for the past eternity? Is that what this is? We have. Am I just we having have. memories of the previous recordings? Do I live? We actually. This?
1: We actually wrote the Raven and Iron Hands Codex <laughs> specifically for this moment.
0: <laughs> what we are are the lead designers for our Games Workshop, and this is how we Spoiler. work through our guilt.
1: Yeah. Like, we fucked up, but we're going to get through with it. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so that's Raven Guard. Now flip the tables because it's Iron Hands. So everything we said about Raven Guard kind of the opposite for the iron hands like it's still fluffy
0: <laughs> but but it's but. like fluff
1: smoking crack
0: okay you know how uh, so you're saying crack. how for most of the time games workshop just looks at something else and says we'll copy that so the iron hands used to have six plus feel no pain they then went how to we make that better huh tower of something cool and unique we'll have that so now we've watched on a five and six. And then, her, Nice of something cool. We'll have that as well. So vehicles uh, now have double the number of wounds when working out how much uh, how deteriorated they are.
1: Yeah. So I am going to be strong. <laughs> so this this is another one of the. Um, it, it it it's now called a Death Skulls event because it's where a faction gets three bonuses where any one bonus would have been okay. But the yeah. three in conjunction. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like... Let, let's just digest real quick. Six plus feel no pain is not a great one.
0: Well, it, it wasn't the best. Until but it also applies to effect. vehicles now. now. it applies to vehicles, because this is it genuinely one of the knight uh, codices um, uh, faction bonuses, just having a six plus feel no pain on knights. So yeah. it's it's good when it suddenly affects the entire army. And then with the Overwatch again, fucking nutty! Like that's one of the main great. reasons you play Tau.
1: That is great. Uh, combine that with the amount of silly vehicles we've got now with Space Marines, where they have about twenty weapons per like facing. <laughs> so the Overwatch is not just it's not just three last cannons oh no it's three last cannons four missile launchers three heavy bolters two heavy stubbers your mum and a <laughs> lawn chair <laughs> like it, they throw everything um and then the double wounds characteristics now that one is just fantastic when we when we put it Next to some of the other shit we've got going on with even, Iron, Man.
0: even just with the six plus feel no pain, it's already kind of bonkers, because it just makes it <laughs> that much harder to make the vehicles a little bit worse. They have a doctrine, no one fucking cares, because it affects infantry, and gonna be honest, you're probably gonna be going full fucking ham with the vehicles in this uh, in this little faction. And with with well, partly because of the reasons we've mentioned, and partly because of the Iron Father. Now, if if you've if you've seen the internet in relation to these people, you'll have heard of him, because he just takes all of this and makes it a little bit more, or quite a lot more bullshit. For example, every unit within six inches of him gets a five plus feel no pay, sorry, five plus and vulnerable save. That's good on big fuck off vehicles with a six plus feel no pain have double uh, the wounds characteristic with seeing if they've been you know uh knocked down a bracket and the field of pain nonsense i may repeat it myself fuck it either way it's kind of nutty on top of that he also fucking repairs a flat three instead of the d3 uh, tech marines do and i think it may even be a different fucking bonus which is the scariest part so he can repair a flat three, and then a tech marine can repair D three. So yeah, they can. Yeah. Doing damage Terribly. to his vehicles is already fucking tough. He can then repair an awful yeah. lot with, a, in addition to a tech marine, which is great. <laughs> and he can also uh, boost one unit to have a BS of two plus. Do, you, how much would you like to you know, estimate this man to be worth based on all of this? You know what, for all of that, great, fantastic. Oh, he's also fucking good. He's a heavy bolter and he can twat people in close combat. What what, what would you put his points at? I mean, I think
1: a realistic 160.
0: A realistic 160. I, realistic. I feel like maybe slightly higher because he does a lot of buffing. But 160 but it's, it's isn't a lot bad. Of buff.
1: 160 would not be bad.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's 110.
1: Which is making a lot of people weep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> because, do you have a hero? Yes, he's better than you.
0: <laughs> God <laughs> I, damn it. I, we were saying that Shrike was a steal, and he is. Shrike is a steal for providing Shrike. some buffs to units around him and being really good at killing. This man, this motherfucker, he also has a 5 plus feel of pain by himself. Who he's fucking sturdy by yeah. himself. He... There's a massive force multiplier when it comes to survivability, and he increases your fucking, you know, actual damage output by buffing a unit to BS2+. plus. It's bonkers. He repairs shit, he does everything for 110 fucking points.
1: Yeah, I mean, with this dude, combined with the Iron Hand 6+, plus Feel No Pain, your vehicles, um, just like, let's say it's high AP stuff, you are literally like 100 plus percent more durable uh, which no, is there's, nutty there's something which like, is
0: <laughs> nutty <laughs> right
1: when you think about it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and just 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 skip ahead to the relic section because there's a final piece of the cog here a final piece i believe it's in relics is it relics yes the iron stone okay so this is the final bit of the fucking puzzle when resolving an attack against an iron hands vehicle within three of the friendly model with a relic, reduce the damage taken by one to a minimum of one.
1: Right. Yes, there's also a strategy you can use on dreadnoughts. Uh, not sure if it works on the generic vehicles, uh, which halves the damage. Yep. So a roll of a six means damage two. Yep.
0: So damage four will equal one. <laughs> um, you can see how this- That's assembly-
1: heartbreaking, isn't it? That's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Just think about that. Just think about that for a minute. Four damage.
0: One. So, Oof. now, if you <laughs> the were to value. Build, The value. <laughs> if I were to ask you, just to, based on this information, what kind of list do you think you would build with this army? I mean, I would say Castle Dharma, but what do I know? What do I know? Absolutely everyone under the sun has said, I'm going to sit back, I'm going to get a fuck-ton of dreadnoughts, and also the great big repulsors with a fuck-ton of guns on them, and sit back in a corner and never move and win the game. Now, it seems pretty fucking nutty. That's because it is. But I've seen there's a lot of discussion right now as to whether exactly how broken it is, and basically everyone is waiting for a tournament to happen to see what happens there, because no one really quite knows until that point. But something I've seen posited, which I think may be the case, is that it's not actually tournament levels of broken, but what it certainly is, is it's going to fuck over every single kind of casual pickup game. 100%. Okay, at the very I, I
1: definitely don't think that it's going to be this massive tournament shaker on its own. I think there will be maybe a certain specific combination in a detachment which people will take.
0: Mm.
1: So take like this Iron Hands dude and then like two Repulsors to get like... But enhanced Armored List, there's going to be something it falls foul of and that's probably going to be like Nurgle Demon Spam just off the top of my head is just yeah, like a... That's
0: sort of what I was leaning towards as well as like the answer to this. Just some very sturdy shit that plinks it down with mortal wounds. Or it yeah, because I out. mean
1: there's there's not that much augmentation of your firepower other than things don't die. So you're not really shooting any harder than basic marines. Um, basic marines don't shoot that hard, but the Iron Hands are banking on the fact that you can just shoot for longer. Yeah. Um, which they will. They it, certainly will. 100%
0: will. will.
1: So... You know, in the right hands, they could certainly do a fantastic job at a t- up against. I think, like Tau, it's going to be super interesting because if the Tau can just shoot tank off the battlefield every turn, they should be fine. Because shield drones still do a ma- magnificent job, and Tau are just very strong. Uh, and also, it should be said that um, damage one is always going to be one. So yeah. it might also be a case of, you know, you just spam a load of damage one. I don't know how, I don't know which way you do it, but it's kind somehow. Of thing
0: which I've seen people trying to theorize about Tau versus Iron Hands, and I've seen a lot of Tau players say, well, we're fucked, and Iron Hands just do what we do, but better. In a sense, yes. Because um, they're very upset that Riptides now only did one damage rather than two. First of all, while that's a pretty big, you know, negative...
1: Yeah, you don't use Riptides. The,
0: the you other answer riptides. is you just do Fire Warriors. This may be the time where Fire Warrior spam just has to take the lead.
1: Like you either do Fire Warrior snap for spam or shield drones and broadsides and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like Tau can spam much, much mucho Daka.
0: Yeah. They, they can. And
1: the Iron Hands don't really gain anything other than durability. Um. So yeah, like you're saying, this is just going to be really, noxious for
0: casual play. Oh yeah.
1: Like unless you're bringing in all the anti armor in the world,
0: I, I, that may not you're do it. It's just
1: going to be yeah because something, something if, I haven't uh, told you,
0: Henry, is um, Goonhammer. Their lovely website they they they've got in and done all the maths here on what it would okay. like to try and kill some of their vehicles. Okay, and it's saddening. It's extremely saddening. Okay. So for example. Um, What's that? Minimum Wounds That's repulsive vs. repulsive. let's find something interesting uh, A weapon that we know Where's Where's Okay <laughs> So an Iron Hand Leviathan You know, the big fat dreadnought 4 plus invulnerable, toughness 8 And we have here House Raven Castellan Trying to kill it Oh god Yep and I, is that with the... Uh, let me just check. Is that with the thing on? I'd assume it is. Yep, using Order of Champions. <laughs> so the House Raven, Castellan, Order of Champions, um, <clears throat> trying to kill Iron Hands Leviathan. If it has two full turns of doing this, shooting at it without getting bracketed or anything, it will take it down 65% of the time. With three attempts, it's not quite 100% to kill it. Not quite 100% odds, or close enough to. We also have Riptides. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Sorry, I was looking at the Riptides. House Raven Castellan after two attempts, is somewhere around like 26% chance of killing it.
1: Wow, that's Three turns
0: of firing with uh, Order of Champions, 77% chance of killing it. (laughs) Three Riptides with Nova Charging, ATS, and five Markalites on the target... Two rounds of shooting, 65% chance of killing it. It's, uh, they're fucking sturdy.
1: That is horrific. Okay, uh, the, the uh, Leviathans might be the tipping point between making them ultra competitive, to be honest, because yeah. Leviathans are already fucking good. But then there's an easy way to fix that, and you just nerf the Leviathan, because lo- Leviathan's always
0: way. been like an outlier. But it's been an outlier for some time in 8th edition, because it's been really fucking good. Like,
1: yeah, like so many lists, it's just like, hey, do this, but also put in a Leviathan just for value. <laughs> I, I don't care what you're doing, just put a Leviathan in.
0: Now, there's a final bit in this article where they just say, fuck it, our problem is Forgeworld bullshit, let's solve it with Forgeworld bullshit. Throw a fucking warlord at it. A warlord will kill it after one round of shooting about 87% of the time. That is what, a 4,000? 6,000 point unit? Against uh, Leviathan, which is like 200 maybe? I'm not too sure on the points on that one, but uh... A few orders of magnitude less than a fucking Warlord, let's say. The very fucking least.
1: Okay, that's just nasty. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then okay, but, you know, let's say that you turn up to just a casual game. You've got a mixed list versus an iron hands, car armor fucker boy. And you might win on points. But you're certainly not tabling anyone.
0: Oh yeah, no, like, I, that, that's the thing. I was saying with Raven Guard, they pretty fucking, and they could be pretty fucking annoying, depending how you look at it. But I would still play a game against them. If somebody said, "Hey, I've got an Iron Hands army," and you look at it, and they haven't, they haven't got like a mixed list. They haven't got some infantry and a few vehicles. They just have the Iron Hands heavy armor thing. I'd be like, "Nah, fuck that noise. I am not playing against that."
1: Yeah, mostly because it's just un fun but I can also appreciate from the iron hands perspective it could be really cool to do an iron hand with minimal armor so you just have a few choice picks of armor that are very very tough yeah. and then you can play like a really fun um, mixed list and then you really have sort of these heroic vehicles that stand against massive weathers of firepower and somehow pull through you know and hold objectives and that thematic awesomeness of the iron hands which you want as opposed to just we castled we gunned we won
0: yeah it's and people are upset about the iron hands right now and i think it's with completely good reason to be honest
1: it just it depends on the iron hands player and that's what it always really comes down to with 40k is that it just okay we can all abuse the cheese some cheese is more fun than other cheese.
0: This is not true when it comes to, like, Grey Knights or Necrons. Then it doesn't come down to the player, <laughs> let's be fair to them.
1: No, 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 no. But, you know, they're still gaming the game. And Iron Hands definitely have that potential now. Mm. They have the potential to beat out 95% of, you know, casual gamers. Yeah. <laughs> Just from the strength of their army. And the way that they are so skewed because it's kind of like the raven guard plus one to wound one um to hit characters but this one instead of having like a scale between crap and amazing it's always between amazing and decent like it's never going to be not useful (laughs) because you're just going to always benefit from it and it's it's kind of Coming at this from a Death Guard p- player's perspective, I know I'm biased. <laughs> but
0: are you I am going to it? have
1: ridiculous difficulty versus Iron Hands to the, point, to the point where I don't think I can even win, depending on how geared they are towards armor.
0: Well, I think like, if, because... maybe if you, with your Death Guard army, just went all Plague Bearers, <laughs> then maybe you could do it.
1: Okay, but I mean, you know, taking a mix of Death Guard, yeah, like yeah. taking a mix of infantry and taking a mix of tanks and demons and all that stuff. I just don't think I can win <laughs> against them. Like, they will just shoot the shit out of your stuff one one unit at a time because their, you know, primary repulsors are pretty damn decent. For armies like Death Guard, you don't have that reliable, cheap anti-tank, uh, which is. Amazing value, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it just, it offsets so much stuff, because, you know, we, we always talk about how you can kind of gear your lists. so, okay, I take all vehicles, and that means anything that's anti-infantry is now useless versus me, and therefore I have an advantage. Yeah. I might get hard-counted, but I have an advantage. Whereas Iron Hands, it's I take the vehicles, but also I'm not at a disadvantage if my opponent takes anti-armor. It's only if my enemy takes too much stuff for me to kill. And am I then at a disadvantage? And they can still be tied up in close combat. Yeah. Okay, they they have stronger overwatch, but if you can just mob them up, that's still a very viable strategy. You'll never kill them, but they'll never be able to shoot you That's the kind of thing. So a again. lot of people
0: have got upset about the shooting versus shooting, but I don't know about, say, what happens if you throw an orc horde at them or a tyrannid horde.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably with the orcs... It's probably going to be pretty bad just because morale. Yeah. Because morale really hurts all chords. I don't care what people say it does. (laughs) Um, Like when you have 30 dudes and then you lose eight and then you lose another eight to leadership and suddenly you're looking at a 14-strong mob Ah, and then you lose another six to leadership and then another four go and suddenly your mob's gone. Like two leadership tests is all it takes to just fuck a mob. Because you lose so many to lead ship. Um, yeah, Iron Hands. It's just... And then this is one where they've said, we embrace the fluff, we embrace the law, uh, but they've gone too far. It's like, really they, they should far. be tough, but they've gone... We've made it ridiculously... Like, distressingly tough.
0: Anyway, that is our thing said on them. Uh, any other, like, random bits of news? Uh, I believe you wanted to uh, mention the Phoenix Rising nonsense they've got going on right now. Hey,
1: just my quick take, my hot take. Yep. Quick hot take on the psychic phenomena is Jervis Johnson always pushes this shit, okay? <laughs> in 8th edition fantasy, he pushed it. We had it in 7th edition because he he fucking fucked fantasy and then jumped onto 7th edition and went, I know, bonerific nonsense. Now he's doing it for everyone. And I know it's you, Jervis. Don't try and lie. I know it's you, buddy. I've seen the Hallmarks before. And the only time it's worked is fantasy. Because fantasy was already about crazy magic. However, fantasy magic was very, very strong. So when they created a setting where it's like, okay, the magic's now double, it was just, okay, wizards turn up and they just fuck your army. Which I love, because I fucking love powerful magic. Like, that was very cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, on the other hand, balance is fucking just, it could go so easily. Just your entire army just wiped out turn one.
0: I- I'm eagerly waiting to see what happens to my fucking armies, because none of my armies have cyrus. <laughs> Not one yet.
1: Yet. <laughs> Um,
0: yeah, I'm waiting for the Tau to have their psychic awakening Even though they don't have fucking souls It's going to happen
1: And then the 7th edition one 7th edition had the same problem as fantasy Only there wasn't the flavour And it was psychic powers were just nonsense And stupid and annoying Such as turning units invisible Where you could only hit them on sixes
0: Oh god, yeah, you told me about that That was That sounded so fucking awful Yeah yeah
1: so that was a thing uh so this latest psychic maelstrom nipple of death i'm i'm very on the fence yeah like i like the fact that they're doing new units however they normally do a big kind of show and there's no follow through so it's normally a big Big like pony show of oh my god, the psychic awakening, here's new models. Like think of um... Are
0: you specifically going on about Orc-Bember? October? October. Oh, no, not October. last year. Was... No no no.
1: It was October, Alan.
0: <laughs> it but was the, single the entire the
1: October. entire Mayan calendar was wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was We're the the actually in November ever. now. We're in November now. That's why. Okay, so the worst October ever. Let's not forget that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget how they fucked that. New units and a complete fucking disaster. <laughs> like a tissue full of spunk falling on your face. Depending yeah. if that's your thing or not. That's not great if it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta cover all bases. But yeah, so it, it's either gonna be a whole like fucking awesome. However, I, I'm Extremely reserved. I think it's gonna be there's gonna be levels. Some really weird rules, maybe two rule books, maybe some weird fucking bad law. And then there's not gonna be be two
0: rule books, it's gonna be Oh sorry, six. It's gonna be a bunch, because it's two yeah, two factions factions per per book. book.
1: It's gonna be like eight or nine, maybe.
0: Also, okay, finally got a new two
1: factions per book, by the way. Yeah. Fucking anti consumer. Thank you, GW. Like people sometimes give Black and I've seen people give a load of people flag Reddit for being anti anti GW consumerism. Because GW sometimes does this whole thing of, hey, here's half the product, and then for an extra fifty dollars you can have the rest of it. And people go, Oh yeah, but we gotta we gotta support the hobby. We got that would turn into a little bit of Trump there. we got to support the hobby. <laughs> and oh. You know, keep keep GW's coffers full because if we don't do that, the hobby's going to collapse and how dare you? How dare you complain? It's out of their great generosity. No, they're a fucking business. They're a fucking business and we are their boss because we are the consumer. And if the consumer says, no, fuck you, I'm not buying that shit.
0: Do you know what I did earlier?
1: You get a better product.
0: Do you know what I did earlier?
1: Took a hot I... shit on a letter.
0: No, I was looking at another uh, miniatures rule type thing, which I'd heard about. I went to check out the rules and on their website, they just went, Oh, do you want to see the core rulebook? Have a digital copy for free. Yeah. And so, before starting this podcast, I was sat down reading a different a rulebook for a different uh, game system, which they just gave me. Heretic. Now, if I wanted to buy a hard copy, it would have cost me twenty pounds, compared to was it thirty pounds? Four thousand Australian I dollars. I think it's like thirty-five. Thir- 35. Uh, I get the feeling it's like thirty-five, maybe. Or 40. six thousand Australian understand. dollars. Um. So I'd need that because there's an updated one coming out i need a codex for 25 pounds because by the way this this book for this other game has all the faction rules so i need you know core cool rule book codex i'll need a psychic warfare supplement there's vigilus 1 and 2 i may or may not need so i'm looking at well over 100 pounds well over 100 pounds worth of rule books to get all of my fucking rules which is a fucking problem but, this is before i, don't I don't could mind. then potentially have a supplement for my faction
1: yeah, and then we all have six books and then a codex and then another book to contain the other books that you have a book for, but only with the general rule book. And then there's also the handbook for the general rule book and the general rule book appendices, part two, and the print off of the uh, FAQs that you need. Oh, chapter
0: yeah. approved. Don't forget that. Yeah,
1: chapter you need to approved. Pay you need for balancing. Chapter one, two, three, four, five, and six. And then the <laughs> book which contains all of them, but plus supplemental stuff. Uh, anyway.
0: What do you think yeah. they're going to so, do for the next chapter approved? Because last year they crammed in a really shit sister's beta codex that was terrible and everyone hated. And a special hero unit for the Tau. <laughs> How are they going to make it worth the money now?
1: Uh, I, I suspect they'll throw in a random game element. I think that's what they'll do. They'll create like tables to create more random stuff, like story missions I what guess. What about
0: um, special ways of creating heroes? They already
1: did that a little bit in the did last they? one, I think. Oh, yeah.
0: Me. Um okay, that
1: aside, final is We finally started doing our Dark Heresy uploads. Yeah. It's on the YouTube. It is myself, Alan, our friend Jack, who's the DM, and our friend AJ, who's one of the players. Uh so far we've been shopping. <laughs> we've been shopping and we've been brief.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, here's, here's a new exciting thing. What are you going to do? We're going to sit down and do some research. Then we'll shop a little bit. And then we'll talk a little bit. Have you done anything? <laughs> no. Shopping. Maybe next time. And there'll be combat soon enough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but first, shopping. So, anyway, if you'd like to take a listen to that, um, I'm sure we'll put a link in the SoundCloud audio description thing and we'll, boba.
0: we'll slap a thing. We'll, we'll slap a thing in there. Yeah, not? We'll, we'll do that. But, <clears throat> oh God, I'm dying. Is there any, any final, oh wait, no, there's something I wanted to mention, which is um, the Sisters of Battle. Um, they are last chance to buy all of the old models. Just in case, you know, you really, really wanted to be able to buy some of that old, really wildly overpriced shit, like a basic squad of 10 for 50 pounds. This is your chance. Yeah,
1: yeah that upsets me as well, because they haven't really, clear that they're releasing new sisters
0: i i don't know about that they've been they've been on the on the
1: specific pages on the specific pages for the going out of date sister battle stuff
0: have they fucking not
1: i think it just says get it if you want it but not that we're releasing new models
0: oh if that's the case that's some bullshit
1: okay but i'm sure they'll do something about it but anyway i think that's our news yeah yeah that's our news thank you for listening to the episode uh Hopefully we'll catch you some point in the future. Don't forget to join the Discord if you want to catch up with us during downtime. And there pester seems us. And pester us and ask us questions because we're trying to build a community of like-minded individuals just to enjoy the hobby and everything. And also World's Strongest Man if you're interested in that. We've got <laughs> yeah. a subsection
0: for that. <laughs> I, I, I left it alone for like two days. <laughs> I come back and it's like in the off-topic section, World's Strongest Man and this huge discussion that's been raging. I'm like, okay, I... um. I don't follow, but okay.
1: See, but that's fantastic. So myself and uh, one of the listeners um, both have a, a interest in World's Strongest Man. And because we are part of the same Discord, we can discuss it. And that's something that, I don't know, I don't really know many other World's Strongest Man fans. So it's cool that we've connected <laughs> through this community. <laughs> Our community. Hop on in. Hop on.